Have a good one, Ollie. Drive safe. Wait. Oh, <laughs> man. Drive safely. I swear. Toxic and sexy. Man, don't you hate it? <laughs> <laughs> Look, sorry, but that's a fucking fact. <laughs> and here go me. I'm talking about some, not you, not you. <laughs> Definitely, y'all. Look, I don't, I don't know what relationship Ollie is to us, but we we rent his studio. Mm -hmm. Man, it's toxic and sexy, (laughs) and you know, it's not good. He's not just, he's just not good for your health, the mental health. He's very nice to us because we're friends, but for women. Bitch, <laughs> watch out! <laughs> watch because he definitely gives. Uh, yeah, baby, you could do anything to me. <laughs> you could do anything. He gonna be the type to wine and dine you, and then you get upset about something. He'll be like, "Well, you don't gotta fuck with me anyway, even though I completely messed up." No, don't stop talking shit. He gonna right? <laughs> Sorry, you he gonna hear us? All right, guys. So welcome back to another episode of I'll Apologize Later. Uh, oh, girl, why do I do this? I, I'm, I'm expecting you to say your name, and I'm like, I'm Shamari, I'm Bees, but where? Well, you want me to start over? Please. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of I'll Apologize Later, where we say whatever the fuck we want and apologize later. Because oh. y'all know we ain't motherfucking apologize for a motherfucking thing. A motherfucking thing. <laughs> Period. Oh, shit. He hit, Ali just texted me, too. I thought he heard us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Shamari. I'm Bees. And, and let's get straight to it. All right. So Ebony is controversial. She had a tweet that she tweeted this week. Let's get into it. And man, I ain't gonna even lie. The the women at least um been on my ass about this tweet. But what did I say? I said <clears throat> I think that it is um kind of embarrassing to see a woman pregnant and single just as much of having you know a man walking around on the on the, the planet earth uh got when he got a baby on the way yet he's single mm-hmm. so um my thought was like seeing someone on my personal uh facebook page and i seen that she was having like an extravagant baby shower mind you she was she's what maybe four she looks like she's a good four or five months into the pregnancy um and yeah, she pretty much denounced that, like, you know, being single isn't so bad while pregnant. Um, and I just feel the complete opposite. Um, I don't I don't mean like, oh my God, you should feel so disgusted. Like, no, I didn't mean mm-hmm. it like that. I just feel like, yeah, this nigga should be more disgusted if mm-hmm. anything, like, cause why do you got her, you know, at a baby shower, not even nine months along, mm-hmm. and you already on the next bitch, you know? This is true. Um, can you hear me? <laughs> yes, I can hear okay. you. Okay. So and the headphones match the outfit. <laughs> so I had seen that tweet. It was early in the morning too, so I was wiping the crust <laughs> out of my eyes. I was like, "What, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. what am I looking at?" And I seen that I was like, "I know she did not," because <laughs> when I was reading it, I was like, "Okay, okay." But me knowing Ebony, I was like, she most likely did not mean any harm by it. And I'm like, I could already see, like, people are going to be like, what the fuck is this this bitch talking about? Man, and it was like that. And so (laughs) I'm like, I was thinking to myself, we're going to have to talk about it. Because I also wanted to, like, okay, so for me personally, Mm -hmm. I have a very soft spot for single moms. I grew up with a single mom. So it's like, I know it's not the easiest thing in the world. And sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. And so this morning on my way here, I had asked my mom, I was like, were you embarrassed at all to be single and pregnant? Mm. And she was all like, no, I just went straight into mommy mode. And I was like, well, what about the second time? And she's like, no. But my mom said if she would have had a third kid without being married and Mm. like whatnot, then she would have been embarrassed. Um, But she was basically saying like there are so many other things to think about and that are going through your head. Like embarrassment is like. The last, last thing. Mm-hmm. And I was just telling Ebony just now, like, I feel like it's easier for people to be embarrassed for you yeah. being a single mom or, you know, your situation. So I personally Well think, agreed. Well agreed. Right? I like that. So I was like, there's just so many things. And, like, you know, we all know, like, sometimes, like, dudes really just ain't shit. And they're not going to feel any type Don't of embarrassment. Hate it? They're not going to feel any type of embarrassment. Bruh, but At you should, all. but that's what I'm saying. Like, even if we take the the woman out, mm-hmm. it's like 
I wouldn't approach if a man were to approach me and you know the very first thing that came out his mouth was you know oh yeah I have a baby on the way what the fuck right? are you trying to get to know me and you have that's how I feel I'm like there's no fucking way you're gonna have a baby <laughs> about to enter this world and you think you're going to get with me there's no fucking way it almost reminds me of Lawrence from uh Insecure how he had a, he got Condola pregnant. And yeah, he they did. were together, but it didn't work out. But like he still like, wanted some Easter. Yeah, I'm like, you gotta be fucking joking. There's <laughs> the disrespect. See, men won't be uh, embarrassed, mm-hmm. but they sure will continue to be disrespectful and have mm-hmm. nothing but the audacity. Man, if they have one thing, it's the audacity. Like you got some motherfucking balls to sit up and try to date, right. and your y- y- kid not even here. Right. I can see if the kid is here. Okay, maybe I can be a little bit more lenient with my mm-hmm. comment. Maybe I can, you know, actually get mother with a benefit of the doubt. But to be doing this shit and, bruh, the baby not even, it's not even, it haven't even formed a leg. True. It haven't even formed, like, a full heart. Like, I, I can't. I, I just can't. Mm-mm. Fuck you, niggas. Fuck, <laughs> fuck these niggas that will put the that will actually sit up and put a woman through something like that. Mm-hmm. It's very just, like. Look, I Mm-mm. I say it all the time, like, when people ask, like, oh, how many siblings I have, it's really hard for me to answer because... You just, you just don't do it based off of, like, your mom? No. Okay. Because I acknowledge all my siblings. So the thing is, now I have to start saying, well, my mom has two kids, mm-hmm. me and my brother, and my dad mm-hmm. has five. So I have to, like, do it like that. And I say, and I'm bringing this up because it's, like, my mom has two kids. Okay. My dad literally has five kids with... Four different women. Okay. So I personally don't feel like my mom should be embarrassed being a single parent. Period. Um, I do think we should be looking at the other person who mm-hmm. gets women pregnant and they continue to get women pregnant and they feel no type of resent, not resentment, but like no type of like embarrassment or like shame or anything like that. They just like... They just be going about their day. Like, men really get a slap on the wrist. Barely. Men barely get a slap on the wrist for getting women pregnant. And Definitely just, the bachelor, And making right? them single moms. And we're not going to talk about Nick Cannon, but, like, this man is on his, like, 12th child. Is like, he for real? Like, that's, I think is that's his the eighth. Real, the it's, eighth like, kid? his eighth kid with, um like, how I don't know how many women, but it, it's his eighth kid within, like, two years. Man, because at first with the whole Nick Cannon thing, yeah. I thought it was like a religion thing that no. he felt like... I think he probably is going through some shit mentally. I don't know. Maybe he's mm. trying to seek love from women and he just can't keep it in. I don't know what... I don't know. I don't know about Nick Cannon. But what I do Damn. know is... He want Mariah back? <laughs> <laughs> what I do know is men ain't shit and if you're out here getting women pregnant and continuing to get different women pregnant and not really being that person who can at least try to connect Mm -hmm. the mothers of your children and that way they have some type of they have some type of support system i don't Mm -hmm. know if you're just one of them dudes who are getting women pregnant and moving on to the next and that's it you ain't shit and i have no respect for you Mm -hmm. and yeah what do you have to say about like the men um that is getting you know multiple women pregnant yet they are a stable father like mm-hmm. they are in all of their children's life they're just not necessarily with the mom that are those men ain't shit <laughs> i'm not gonna say they aren't i think with a situation like that there has to be you would have to know what the situation is you mm-hmm. know what i mean because if me and a dude were together and we got pregnant and we had kids and whatnot and he moved on to the next one it's like we could still co-parent and whatnot mm-hmm. and our relationship is just strictly like that we co-parent. Yeah. So I think it just depends on what type of relation relationship they have with the mother of their kid. Yeah. Like if they just not trying to talk to them at all, or if they're the type who only wants to see their kid like every couple months. Mm-hmm. Like, like I think a dude knows when he's a problem. He yeah. just don't want to admit it. <laughs> but I think that your tweet came at the perfect time because uh-huh. this episode, I really want to talk about daddy issues. Oh. Man. And it ties in together. You see how it that does. really tied in together? Because this will get people pregnant, and then it not only affects the mom, mm-hmm. like the woman that you got pregnant, like she got to go through her own issues. But now you have a kid who doesn't necessarily have their dad in their life. Mm-hmm. Or maybe maybe the dad, maybe, you know, you are in your kid's life, but it's not 
they're not growing up seeing that love between both parents. You know what I mean? I completely understand. And I feel like, in my opinion, I feel like dad issues doesn't necessarily come from uh, people that did not have fathers in their lives at all. True, true. I do believe that dad issues come from people uh, who have absent fathers Mm. and people who have active fathers in their life yet lack uh, communication uh, amongst, like, you know, a whole dysfunctional family. Mm -hmm. So So I actually... I'm going to grab my phone really quickly. So... uh, This is the beginner. But no, that shit right there. Um, I have. Oh, you want me to pause? Yeah, one Uh, second. Do your thing. Look, I'm trying to get this thing to pull up. I had looked up a list of shit. Yes, there we go. I was over here looking at Steve Madden. Okay, there we go. I like the angle. Okay, so with us talking about daddy issues, um, I've been really thinking this week. I'm like, man, like Mm -hmm. with me dating and everything. First, I want to say like. I recently broke up with someone, right? Mm-hmm. And naturally, people want to tell you, like, oh, you need time, work on yourself, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Bitch, I don't fucking like being single. And I feel like, why should I be single? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I just wasn't with the right person. So I'm like, why not go out and look for that person? Yeah. I feel like deserves it. So deserves all you, of, all right? of it. Thank you. Period. So that got me thinking, like, man, is this something that I should be doing? Or am I projecting some type of, like... One of like like my daddy issues or something like that because I didn't grow up with a dad. I had a stepdad when I turned like maybe eleven, but for the most part, I didn't have a dad. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I, well, I didn't have a relationship with my dad, dad. for a while. <clears throat> okay. So I ended up looking up yesterday Uh-oh. the signs that you might have daddy issues. Uh oh! Please tell me. Give it to me. Okay. So the first sign is you are interested in much older men. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I don't think that applies to me. me? Ugh, nah. You do have to be older than me, mm-hmm. but not like... Yeah. I, don't, I think for this one, like, a few years, anything less than 10 years, I don't think that's too old. If it's yeah. over 10 years, like, if you're old enough to be my dad, then I think that's, <laughs> that's the problem. Yes. All right, so you are clingy, possessive, and protective. <sighs> Look, I might have dad issues then. Same. <laughs> God damn. I, which is crazy because I feel like I, when it comes to anyone that I'm dating, yeah. you can even ask like my my family. I'm just overprotective mm-hmm. with my family yeah. and the person that I'm dating. I don't give a fuck how masculine, how strong, how protect. I will always be like overprotective of yeah. my boo. Yeah. Okay. I feel that too. I think. I don't know if I'm necessarily clingy, but I do get possessive mm-hmm. and I do get protective. But I'm protective over the people I love anyway. Yeah. Um, I'd be but ready as far to as fuck somebody up right? over my people. I ain't going keep a lie. In terms of a relationship <laughs> and a boyfriend and whatnot, I definitely would say I'm like a little possessive, a little protective. It, it really depends, honestly. It's the protective part for me. Like clingy, nah, because I be needing my space. Mm-hmm. Whether I say it They're or clingy, not, no. I need some space especially like when it comes to like this work from home shit yeah, yeah. when we were both working from home it was just like oh my god if you don't get the fuck but no keep going to the next yeah. one. all right so you can't you consistently demand assurance of love hmm that is a good one right yes same that is true all right so you constantly love abusive partners fuck no no, no. I don't enjoy no. <laughs> seeing that part of anyone's, no. in, not not my, any woman, I don't think, no, or in man. Right. Because I feel like bitches be out here putting the paws up on they. Right. <laughs> you got people that got mommy issues. All right, so next one is, you seem to want so much sex. I don't see how that's a daddy issue, but I don't, I don't know. I don't see. Nah. I, mean, I don't know, does your sex drive really have to do with how you grew up i'm con- that's what confused me about that one me no hell no mm-hmm. look let me tell you in a heartbeat i'm good with look three times out the week maybe two times <laughs> a booby one and nine times out the week but i do think that that is true for a lot of women that yeah. does not necessarily have fathers like uh, because they look yeah they look for all these things and they just gotcha. be so ready to you know pop that pussy mm-hmm. for anybody because they never really had that father figure to show mm-hmm. them like 
you ain't got to be doing all that. Like, you ain't got to yeah. be dating and speed dating and known to the sleeping with everybody that you done. Yeah, so I get it. Let's see. You don't want to be alone. I can I can <clears throat> agree with this one. I I can be alone. I don't like being alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. You just want, like, sometimes you just want to have that person to do things with mm-hmm. and experience life with. I think that's true uh, for me. Like, I can definitely be alone. Mm-hmm. I've done it 27 years. Mm-hmm. Even though I've been in relationships, I've been alone. Um, but I agree with that one as well. I can see the plot. I can see the plot. <laughs> and you are aware you have daddy issues. And you one. are aware? Mm-hmm. Like you're basically acknowledging the fact that? Mm-hmm. That you may have some sort of father issue. Yeah. Same. <laughs> it's, I, yeah. And, you know, it's not even like. Okay, we both have dads. It's funny, both our dads are from Chicago. Man, okay, sure, right? No, let so, me stop. Let me are, <laughs> my dad is from the south side of Chicago, so he is same. Uh, Look, he, <laughs> um, my dad's from the south side of Chicago. He is. I would say my dad's an attractive man. Um, okay, he's definitely what, a woman. He's definitely um, a ladies' man. I would say because he got four different baby mothers. Mm-hmm. He's definitely a ladies' man, yeah, and we're not even like. <laughs> far apart in age so there's that but um is that why you asked me like a couple weeks ago like how are men like in chicago yeah no so i had (laughs) asked that question i asked what the men in chicago were like one because i've dealt with dudes from chicago before and they all seem to be somewhat the same Mm. um and knowing my dad is from chicago i'm like okay if my dad is the way he is that means dudes from chicago are most likely like that as well so I hadn't talked to a dude in Chicago for a minute until recently, and that's when I asked Ebony. I was like, "Hey, how are are the dudes in Chicago like?" She did. like and she was like, "They ain't shit." She went on a whole rant. She went on a whole <laughs> fucking rant. Um, so that's why I was asking, but it don't even matter anymore because my new man's from Texas, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely. You know, shout out to all of my Chicagoans, Chicago men. I don't necessarily work with y'all on that aspect, um, but keying back into like the whole daddy mm-hmm. issue yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, I love you, dad, but <laughs> not a but. Like. I love you, dad, <laughs> but with me, mm. I feel like. With seeing, like, my father, you know, as I grew up, I never necessarily seen the commitment with yeah. women. Okay, okay. I didn't see it with, like, my mom. He was married twice, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't necessarily see it with the second wife. And I'm not saying, like, oh, I witnessed, like, this person doing A, B, and C. It was more so, like, well, why didn't these marriages um last so for me in my relationship you know my dad is like this bachelor he's been a bachelor for almost 50 freaking years (laughs) so it does play like a huge part in like you know the dating yeah because it's like I I I crave commitment like anything that I see that's off to me Mm -hmm. it just be like it's it's a trauma effect because it's like no Mm-hmm. I know how I felt in those moments as a child. So yeah. what you now that I'm older, it's more so like I know what you're not gonna do to me at least while with me as yeah. an adult. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, it does play so huge. It's so, <laughs> and you know it's crazy. I feel like when growing up, not having my dad around, I would talk to him sometimes. We didn't have mm-hmm. a very close relationship, um, but I felt like I wanted to be a daddy's girl so bad. I really wanted to. It's I, dope. I ended up being a mama's girl, which I think is better. Okay. <laughs> for me, for me, I think it worked out better for me. But I can acknowledge that some of the things that I do and look for in relationships, um, they do stem from, like, daddy issues. And at this moment, I can't even think of, like, what they are mm-hmm. because it's, like, I'm at a point now where, like, you know, I can, I, I'm self-aware of, like, what's going on in my life and mm-hmm. in my head and whatnot. And I've been to therapy a couple times. So I'm like, you know, I'm working through these issues. So I really cannot remember what these issues are that I have as far as daddy can't, issues. can't, like, really you know? pinpoint it. I can't pinpoint them anymore. But I think in my earlier days when I was, like, you know, dating and I was, like, go like living wildly in Vegas and, mm-hmm. you know, just getting with all these guys, stuff like that. It's, like, I could you definitely acknowledge, like, at that moment, like, my daddy issues were being broadcasted yeah you know now i've worked on myself but and your dad was like actively in your life no my dad has not become my dad hasn't been like 
super active in my life until maybe like the past like year or two mm, okay so yeah daddy issues are it's a thing it's definitely a thing and at first i was like i didn't think it was a big deal that my brother and i grew up without our dad in our life yeah but really looking at it, it's like okay it definitely played a role into like the people we are today it does know? it does um because even so like how i mentioned in the beginning how um even having an active father mm-hmm. can make you have like dad issues and i firm heart i uh, wholeheartedly believe that because my dad yeah super active always been there mm-hmm. very supportive uh, my dad will literally give you i've seen my dad give the shirt off of his back um when he wasn't you know completely there or like when he needed the help and which i love that the most about um my dad um mm-hmm. however i did experience dating someone mm-hmm. um <clears throat> who also had an active father you know, this is when I was, you know, dating the girls or whatnot. <laughs> uh, but this person, her dad was actively in her life yeah. and flooded her with, you know, I've witnessed her flunk college and come home like, hey, I got an apartment for you. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, you need this, you need that. You got thousands of dollars. But all she really wanted was time. Uh, uh, so, like, yeah, you got me a camera to record, like, my basketball games, but you're not at my basketball games. Um, yeah, you, it's so easy for you to give me thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. but we didn't do anything these past couple months. We didn't even have, like, a casual dinner. We mm-hmm. only hang out for the summer type stuff. And yeah. it was just, like, yeah. See, and hearing this, like, because growing up, most of my friends, they didn't mm-hmm. have dads. You know what I mean? Or their parents were in two separate households, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So now having friends who actually had fathers in their lives mm-hmm. and hearing, like, how it can still affect you, it's almost like daddy issues aren't specific to one type of person. Absolutely. You know, or one demographic. Because let's be real, like, I feel like parents probably do try their best if they are involved. But either way, it's like you're going to – like parents are gonna do some shit that are gonna leave a long, long-lasting effect on you. Do you blame like your like pretty much your father for anything or like any issues that you have or had uh, experienced? Because I will will answer that first before I continue. I think <clears throat> that mm, like even to this day, yeah. Like, is there anything that where you just like, damn, I get this for my fucking dad? I think that we're <laughs> somewhat similar. From what I've seen, I think we're similar in a couple of ways as far as, like, you know, our temperament, mm-hmm. um, you know, spending habits. Because I, <laughs> I will spend my last $20 on some bullshit I do not need. And apparently Man. so will he. <laughs> um, and I don't even blame you because right? I do the same thing sometimes. But I, I think uh, it's it's really hard to say. Wait, what was the question one more time? Um, Basically, because I, I see a lot of people today, like, they constantly, like, blame their parents mm. their mom their dad yeah. uh, for the things or like the actions that they hold today as an adult yeah or even just like a you know a teenager Hon- look, honestly i'm gonna say i can't blame somebody who wasn't there mm. so if i have any problems i feel like the person to blame i'm not i feel like the person <laughs> i would blame would be my mom okay and i'm not gonna do that so it's like i'm not gonna I can feel how I want to feel, but as far as, like, me growing up and becoming the person I am today, I can't really blame my dad for yeah. that. As far as, like, me dating, I guess I could be like, oh, well, my dad was never around, so I don't know that a guy is supposed to treat me like this, this, or this. Like, honestly, I just learned that shit on my own. Yeah. Like, and I don't think it, should be, it shouldn't uh, necessarily be, like, a blame thing because mm-hmm. uh, I try to stress a lot to a lot of people that I have, like, these small conversations with mm-hmm. is that – a lot of shit that happens now, you have to realize that our parents were damn near right? 18, 19, 20 My mom doing had me this at shit. 19. Yeah, so it just be like, damn, you know, they were learning this journey, learning this process. Like, I can only imagine having a kid right yeah. now and just being like, woo off the bam, just mm-hmm. going about my life. I know that I can do it. I'm strong. I'm all of these beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would never sit up and be like, oh, my my mom or my dad is the cause for A, B, and C. Because it's yeah. just like, bro, like, what do you expect? True. Like, what do you really expect when they're 18, 19, 20, learning the things that we are still learning today? Right. I, I honestly, like, as far as my parents go, 
that's it is what it is like your mm-hmm. parents are your parents i do think um acknowledging your past traumas too which is something else i did mm. want to get into today i can only really think of two past traumas that like really affected me mm-hmm. like do you have any past traumas do you think i have you said two what is like a past trauma honestly i think my biggest trauma with me is commitment when it comes mm. to like the anatomy of trust mm-hmm. um not only with the person that i'm dating but relationships overall like yeah. friends it just be so you know i used to be just like this girl that been like yeah you know fuck new friends fuck da, 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 all this other stuff but then it's just like yeah mm-hmm. that really don't look too good like that's a very tacky mm-hmm. you know characteristic and yeah. like mindset to have and i'd be having like those that mindset with men as well when it come to dating so it just be like yeah I think I have like a commitment kind Mm. of problem that I'm working on but yeah I I haven't seen it growing up so it just be like I just don't I be on tip with everybody yeah Yeah. everybody it's funny you say that about commitment because like I personally I feel like I'm too trusting Mm. which is weird because not having a like my my actual dad around Mm -hmm. you would think i wouldn't trust people who are trust guys who come into my life you know what i mean um because like i man how do i even say this i have this baby book right a baby book yes i have a baby book okay my mom you trying to tell me something oh no not for me Uh me. (laughs) it was my baby book my mom started when you know she had me um and she wrote a little letter to me heartfelt cried when i actually read it um, my dad wrote a letter mm-hmm. also basically saying, you know what? I'm not ready for this. Your mom got it. I'm sorry. I can't be there. Literally fucking said that. So you would think I would have some type of trust issue. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But now that I think about it, it's like, how can you have a trust issue with someone who was never really even in your life? Mm-hmm. They never made any promises to to me specifically. Mm-hmm. So how can I have that trust issue? I feel like my mom. That's a very valid point. My mom probably has the trust issue when it comes to that. Um, But me personally, I feel like I'm very trusting. I will, when I date guys or when I'm in a relationship with guys, like I put my whole trust into them, Mm -hmm. which is probably a really bad thing because it's like, I don't, you never know someone's real intentions. And Mm -hmm. here I am putting my trust in this person. So it's just like, huh. Hmm. It's a really interesting take. I was watching this video. Um, <clears throat> I, I believe her name is like Bren Brown or something like that. Okay, okay. And the actual video is called like the anatomy of trust. And uh, there was like this experience with a teacher and she had this marble, this marble uh, jar. Yeah, yeah. So every time, um, do you want me to tell like the full story or do you just want to want me to like, it's basically, I'm going to just try to wrap it up the best way I can. <laughs> this teacher had a, mar- a marble jar. Mm-hmm. So every time the classroom, you know, did something good, teamwork, uh, whatever the case scenario was, she would put a marble in the jar. Okay. Now, if something bad were to happen, like with the student, oh, you're making fun of her, crying, da, 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 you're laughing at this person, she will take a marble out. Yeah. So she says that you have to treat these friends and these people that come into your life as like a marble jar friend. Like over time, you have to build these uh. strong connections and like, you know, you have to... Every time you go through something good and bad, you constantly are you're building mm-hmm. that relationship with someone that earned that trust. And a lot of people, they just, you know, give it to the fucking people when gotcha. it ain't even supposed to be like that for yeah. real. So it's just like I be trying. I listen to the video at least. I try to listen to it like maybe twice out the week. But mm-hmm. I definitely think treating like relationships as these like marble jar friends is like really a good method for me. It yeah. works for me. So it just be like, yeah. Because over time, I know, like, with me and you, our relationship, mm-hmm. over time, I can add a marble. Look, in that. Ebony's like that, and I'm like, she, can, she got all my marbles, okay? I just I just be trusting people way, like, way too soon. I, I go off of a vibe, you know? I'm like, you know what? I get a good vibe from this person. They have my trust. I trust you until you give me a reason to not trust you. Okay. And, when I, and once that reason presents itself, it's like... I'm taking it all back. Once I, oh shit. Once I take my trust away, like it's gone and you're blocked and you'll never hear from me again. And. No, get your. 
I'm like, that's when people want to talk to you the most, though. It's like yeah. when, you, when you don't. What the fuck is going well, on? Let me go ahead and get that. Let's let it get, get to like oh, you there, we go. there we go okay but no um, i agree i i don't blame you for having like the logic behind it like your method but someone this wise guy told me is definitely pay attention mm-hmm. and another way how you can uh like build trust is pay attention to how someone treats you mm-hmm. when things are bad mm-hmm. not just the good shit oh yeah. not just when we you know vibing out da, da, da. pay attention to those who treat you like a human being, mm-hmm. even when things are bad. So shout out to my booski. Mm-hmm. I learn from you a lot, even if you think that I don't be listening to you. I listen. And that really stuck in my mind because I really do think it's important, like, if you're upset with me, yeah. that you can still, you know. Can you still hear me? I can okay, still cool. hear you. You still yeah. look good and sound good. All right, thank you. It definitely you. is important to me to... Um, just know that I still have a friend uh, or significant other or a parent, whatever the case scenario is for yeah. most people. Um, just pay attention to how people treat you even when things are bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's definitely true because I can, I can say that out of the in, – in terms of, like, friendship, Man. I don't think I have <laughs> – I've actually only cut off one person as a friend. Just and overall in life, overall, or just one person as a friend, someone I actually considered a really good friend, I bo- cut them off, and it's like you know, I don't because I don't trust them anymore. I can still acknowledge that they're a decent person, yeah, um, and I really do wish them the best, but I don't trust you anymore. There's no reason for me to talk to you. I don't want to hear anything you have to say. Um, when it comes to relationships, I've only had two boyfriends technically. Um, one of them I still communicate with because we are friends, and the way that person is I still do trust that person Mm -hmm. you know they never did they never did anything to make me think like okay I can't trust you anymore my most recent boyfriend I don't trust him at all Mm. and so we could never be friends we could never be none of that we couldn't even talk we couldn't have a casual conversation I don't trust you like I don't want to tell you anything Anything. see Shamari how she operates she like hey Everybody, and I, no, I don't blame you because I'm the right. same way. Everybody is innocent until proven exactly. guilty. Exactly. So I'm just like, <laughs> once you present, once the facts are presented to me and you're not mm-hmm. a good person, I cannot trust you. So, I mean, there's that. Well, I'm there's a bit. Don't make me play my little, it ain't nothing to cut that bitch, y'all. <laughs> but I do think the one, one of my, one of my, um, one of my like little, I guess, traumas. Mm-hmm. You said there's this commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mine is somewhat trust, but I also think, um, what is that one? Abandonment. Yes, mm-hmm. I think abandonment. And it's not even necessarily because of my dad or anything like that. I have an abandonment problem because my uh, my nana died mm-hmm. when I was a young age, and well, actually, I was like 14, but. She was, like, the most important person to me. So when she had passed away, I was just like, there's no fucking way. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Like, this I'm is sorry. my person. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I was like, this is my person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she's gone. And I didn't even get a chance to say goodbye either. Yeah. And I think that really bothered me. So now when I'm, like, making these friendships and connections and relationships, I do feel somewhat, like, possessive because I'm just like, I need to know, like, is this person going to, like, mm-hmm. are they going to leave? Leave me. And if you are going to leave, I need you to tell me. So mm-hmm. I get a chance to, like, you know, say what I got to say and get my goodbyes in. You know what yeah. I mean? That's why you, you got to pay attention to, like, how you leave certain relationships, mm-hmm. even when it's in the moment. Like, even it's a, if it's a, hey, enjoy your day, make sure you have a good day at work, Shamari, yeah. I see you. Like, appreciate those moments because yes. it's like you never even know. You know, when the last time you gonna, we going to see one another. Exactly. Um, and shit happens all the time. And it happened, it happens so unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. So it just be like, even when I'm pissed off, it don't matter if I'm, it's that like somebody in my family, my friend, goddamn, who what my significant other. It just be like, damn, I be so in a heated moment yeah. reacting re- emotionally yeah. that it just be hard to think about, like, the bigger picture at times. So yeah. I could get the trauma effects, man. I get it completely. All right. So I took the liberty Uh-oh. of writing down a few pieces of, of advice with okay. dating after traumas and daddy issues and everything that we talked about, which I feel like this episode was a little serious. You know I love I mean? it, though. It was our mental health check-in type of... Before thing. we get to the advice, like, okay, <laughs> mental health check-in. Like, how are, how are you? How oh are my you God. mentally? 
mentally, I would say I am okay. okay. And the reason why I use okay is because I've been having these thoughts. Um, I've been going through like this little this little phase where ever since I turned 27. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but ever since I turned 27, mm-hmm. I've been feeling like something is off. Um, I'm trying to adjust to this new age. I'm trying to figure out like, what's my purpose in life, the things that I want to do. And honestly, I feel like that journey has been lonely because people really don't understand, obviously, like my thought process. Um, but yeah, I've been taking like my, some, like a lot, a lot of time to myself. I stopped going out. I have not been out for a month and some change. Okay. (laughs) uh for other reasons as well but i have not been going out mm-hmm. um i've been talking to new people i've been making new friends uh but sometimes i have thoughts about like should i keep these people around that's been in my life for x amount of time but they're not necessarily benefiting me yeah kind yeah. of thing i just been, i don't know shamari it's just i feel like what i'm going like through a like a midlife cry, a like quarter oh, life yeah, a quarter life it's whatever like a reflective, <laughs> it's a reflective time for you it seems mm-hmm. like you know you're just you're because you are a new age now so it's mm-hmm. like okay let me do things a little differently let yeah. me put myself out there and make friends who are doing the same things as me at this, yeah at i this think moment. that is that's what it is too because a lot of new things are happening yeah. but it's like it's always knowing the unknown it almost yeah. feels like death it's that's like it. You can be scared of it because it's like you never know what happens after you fucking die. But that's how I feel like being alive is just like, oh, I got so many ideas. I got so many like things that I want to do. But it makes me anxious because I don't know what's about to happen, if that makes sense. So I don't know. Lately, I've been very, very good. I've been trying to, you know, get myself out there, trying to, you know, do my little thing with this podcast. I got some (laughs) little tricks up my sleeve for y'all. But, yeah, I would say overall things are okay. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it can get to good next week when I check back in with y'all. Yes. But how I feel now is everything is okay. That <laughs> it's it's better than being not okay. Yeah, like I wouldn't say like, oh, I'm just doing great. It's like no, this process, this journey that I'm going through mm-hmm. right now, it is stressful as fuck. Yeah, and it's just all about just not knowing what's about to happen next. But yeah. that's just me or whatnot. I feel that. I feel that. I think. My mental health check-in, y'all. <laughs> she did a good job. <laughs> you know, it's so crazy because this year starting out has been really great to me, and I don't mm-hmm. want to jinx it, so I'm going to knock on wood. Um, but it has been really great to me. Mm-hmm. Um, the only bad thing, well, actually it's not even a bad thing, you know, me being single and whatnot. Um, Baby, that's a good thing. Right. Because I, like, I can tell y'all now, like, Shamari has been <laughs> lit. And I ain't, I ain't apologize for a motherfucking thing. Fuck that nigga. But uh, Shamari <laughs> has been doing the damn thing. And yes. I can tell y'all now, I'm loving single Shamari. I ain't going to even lie. I, I am loving single shamari she's outside more she's more boisterous she's more like sides that i have ne- never seen before and i'm rocking with it oh, i fucks you. with it a lot i have always been this like fun bubbly person and i will admit i do think that relationship took a lot of yeah. that away from me um but as far as my mental check goes i think that i'm at a point i think i'm i think i'm okay i'm having That's fun good. i'm having Oh, I thought it stopped. Um, I'm having a lot of fun. Um, good things are happening to me, for me, mm-hmm. around me. Um, so I'm just like, I'm embracing it all. Damn, that's I'm fucked really up. Angry. Have you ever been? That, that's crazy. That's what's so fucked up is that after the breakup, someone congratulates you. You know, it's like Did I, breakups I, are. I'm not. No, I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's more so like, damn. Of course, I don't clap for you know breakups. It's super yeah. unfortunate. Like that's nothing to be happy mm-hmm. um, about. But it's like the flourishing part that I'm yes. getting to see, and it's just like I love how you're not letting think, it take like this toll on you. Because I think I had to. I had to remind myself. Like, wait a minute, you were kind of unhappy first. Like <laughs> you knew you deserved better. You know yeah. what I mean? But you know, you think that you're supposed to stay and. You know, relationships are hard, so you're supposed to try to work it out, like really yeah. give an effort to it. But I think at the end of the day, I have to remind myself, like, 
you were unhappy first and you know you deserve better. Yeah. And so that's why me dating and having fun and, you know, focusing on one person at the moment, I'm just like, I'm embracing it because one, I don't, I don't like, I don't feel like I need to be single for like a whole six months to a year but you don't to, need that much time. to get myself back together. It's like, no, like good shit is happening yeah. to me. So I'm like, why not? Go ahead and try to date and like you know try to take somebody seriously a little bit. So, yeah, that's why I'd be like, what be this? What be this thing with uh people like? Oh, you need to take some time, time and reflect what? and you need to be single. Blah, 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 blah. You don't know how to be. Da, da, da. What but it's the like, fuck have no, I been doing bitch. when I was single then? No, but listen, I was single for like three, four years. Got a boyfriend for a year, and I'm single again now. So I'm like, I've been single. For, I've had my time to be single. Yeah. I know what the fuck I want now, and. Honestly, nothing traumatic happened, so yeah. I don't need to take a break to collect my thoughts and whatnot. You yeah. know what I mean? So but you going at do the whole fucking relationship. Exactly. Hey. Look, <laughs> look, that leads me to my little advice. So my mental health check, I'm doing pretty good, okay? That's good. I'm doing That's pretty good. And I'm good. proud of you. I can acknowledge what's what's happening and what's not happening. Period. So my advice is actually do not date after a traumatic experience, mm. which we were just talking about. Like I'm dating because I don't have any traumatic experiences from this last relationship I was in. Yeah, it just but wasn't if, meant to be. Right? That's but all. if you're if you're the person who had a really traumatic experience, you should probably wait. You don't want to – what is that noise? That's – don't. Oh. I, look, I, I'm like, I do not know how to turn this bitch off, but <laughs> – I was like, you don't want to date – you don't you don't want to be that person who goes through something and then they date somebody else and you're projecting your insecurities mm. and your trauma onto that person because you're just going to – fuck up that other person with your drama and whatnot yeah you ever like you ever that see a girl fact. who dates somebody and they can't help but talk about like their past and their exes and all the <clears> bullshit <throat> they've been through like no don't fucking do that bare minimum when it comes to being i don't like that either like, when i tell you therapist talk at that therapist. point yes like when i tell you anyone anyone that i'm dating you will know little to none about the past. About my ex. Like, yep. it, it, it don't even be, like... An older woman actually said that. Uh -huh. This girl said her grandma told her, never tell your new man what your old man did. Mm. Especially if it's some, like, some bullshit that he put you through. Yeah. Never let him know. I'd be like, uh-uh. Because uh -uh. they be, a little bit of ammunition. You know, they can <laughs> use it for later. And they're going to push Bruh. you. They're going to see how much they can push you to get you... To like like your boundaries, they're gonna mm -hmm. try to push you so. Not much. testing the boundaries. Yes, man. they're gonna test your boundaries. Like, okay, if your ex cheated on you, okay, I'm not gonna cheat on you just flat out. But let me see what if I, I can, can do, do it differently or do it. Let at me a, see uh, what I can do. Not you know? plotting. Exactly. So never ever, if you have some trauma from a previous relationship, go to a therapist and take your time to actually heal. Don't go to the next person. Yeah. They, if they're a good person, they don't want to hear that shit either. Man, and they ain't going to tell you that shit either. They just going to up and leave your ass right? if you fucking really want to go there. Right? <laughs> My next piece of advice was to um, go to therapy and learn how to effectively cope with your traumas and that kind of like oh that's a good one nice. i feel like that kind of like tied into the first piece of advice i gave but yeah mm -hmm. go to therapy and therapy is not your friends and your family therapy exactly. is finding someone who is not going to be biased exactly. to your situation Thera go to a therapist right therapy is not taking a girl's trip <laughs> uh, it's not going to the gym um it's not you know having a love moment take your ass to a fucking therapist Yes. Who who has a fucking degree, a license, whatever the fuck, and get yourself some help. Talk to them. Mm -hmm. Talk to them. They are there to listen, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's it. Like, that's <laughs> all it, it is to it. Especially black people. Like, we got to stop this notion of, like, oh, we don't go to therapy. We just we just yeah, talk to our homeboy, blah, blah, blah. We talk to our friend. No, bitch. Baby, I commend. Come on. Be I'm get a, that healthy living. I right. love it. That I'm I, an advocate for therapy, okay? <laughs> you bitch, fucking, fucking go. <laughs> fucking go. You so silly. Um, <laughs> um, I'm loving the advice. Keep going. Right. So learn your patterns and make a change. Mm. If you are having the same problems while dating, there's a pattern. Learn that pattern and, and change that. Like I'm like in the days I as as you say that because man trying to it, that's just acknowledging your yeah. fuck ups or like acknowledging things that you struggle with and yeah. I don't know what it is but it be hard bro acknowledging shit that 
makes you not be there. I don't like like present. Mm-hmm. Don't be ashamed of it. And I battled with that as well. Yeah. Like I used to be ashamed of like, you know, saying that I was this kind of person or or like I did this. But now when I look at it, it's just like, no, I'm not. Right. It's who you are. And somebody yeah. is going to actually appreciate that. It's not for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's when you find the person who it is for. Who you know what I mean? Or who will accept it. So, but yeah, learn your patterns. Like, and by patterns, I mean, if you have, let's just say you have like a... An insecurity, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you're insecure because you've been cheated. Yeah, if you're insecure because <clears throat> you've been cheated on, and now you're really uh, skeptical, or you have trust issues, whatever the fuck may be, like don't project that. Like learn what it is and just work on it. Yeah, work on it and work on it in silence. Okay, <laughs> uh, don't tell. Like don't tell the, your left hand what your right hand doing. Exactly. Don't ever do that. Like do that shit. Because that's a, that's an issue, too. Like, I hate when people, but look, I deal with people, too. I come across people, they'll go to therapy, right? Yeah. But then they'll be like, oh, I went to therapy. Yeah. I'm fixed. I'm this. Not I'm that. <laughs> My thing is, to say you're going to therapy is one thing, um, but just keep it at that. Yeah. If you go to therapy, that is great. We don't need to know what you're talking about in therapy. Because it, 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 that, that doesn't show any improvement to me, in my opinion. Right. It just be like, yeah, that... You trying to, I changed, I changed, I changed. You did one therapy session. Like, bitch, you ain't changed. Exactly. You ain't changed, bitch. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know why I had put this on here, but I basically said don't overshare your past relationship issues. We already went over that part. Yeah. Um, so that was my advice when it mm-hmm. comes to, like, you know, this whole topic of daddy issues and dating and past traumas and whatnot i fucked with all of them do you have any pieces of advice for the listeners man honestly i don't because you done said everything you said all the good ones i fuck with every single bullet point um that you have made um just be yourself be kind during the process and don't beat yourself up you know uh everyone is a work in progress uh we learn every day uh, learning does not have an age or a grade or anything like just be yourself and yeah one thing i we love, love you one thing i do love is that i think now like people our age and maybe a little bit younger they're acknowledging the fact that they do have past traumas yeah and they are acknowledging the fact that they can you know get help and whatnot it's always the older generation mm-hmm. you know what i mean and like you know they did what they had to do but let's be real they fucked some of us up they fucked some of us Man. up. They was just trying to survive with us on the hip. Because, you know, they had us young. They was just trying to survive. Yes. So we're just now healing. People our age are just now healing. And the people who are younger from us, younger than us, they're not allowing it at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I got a 10-year-old cousin and... 10? Yeah, she's 10. Oh. So my aunt, she has a 10-year-old daughter. I thought so she's, I'm, I'm thinking you about to say something crazy right now. Oh, no, no. Oh. I have a 10-year-old cousin, and it's basically like if she don't want to do something or if she feels like she doesn't like being talked to a certain way, she's going to say it. You know what I mean? Hmm. Where it's like before how I grew up, at least, it's like you don't talk back because it's at disrespectful. All. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's like now we realize just because you're saying that you don't like something, you're not necessarily being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I fuck with that. I really do. Because now that I'm old enough, mm-hmm. the shit my family members do, I'm like, no fucking way. Yep. Ain't no fucking way. And I do sit here as like a, an, I guess like an advocate for my cousin. Cause like, let's say she doesn't want to do something mm-hmm. or she doesn't want to necessarily like, you know, give her mom or dad a hug. And they're like, Oh, give me a hug. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, y'all need to calm down. Like if she don't want to hug you, she don't got to hug you. No. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, I'm glad you brought that up too. Right. Um, because that's another, I would say that's another thing that I deal with. Like when it comes to like dysfunctional families yeah, is yeah. that, we did grow up like you don't talk back whatever i say kind of goes like and not acknowledging you know these little ones because they're little ones like what you like come on now you're 10 you're nine you're eight who the fuck are like you better get your ass in that car and go to church every sunday Mm -hmm. type shit like that but i don't agree with that lifestyle as well because that can really fuck up a kid as they get older Mm -hmm. so it just be like nah, let that little kid express themselves like it ain't even that deep like for you to force that kind of pressure on a kid that that shit is not right like it's funny because like that 10 year old mm -mm. cousin i have so my aunt has two kids. There's a cousin who's around my age. So we, mm-hmm. we grew up together. And then I have my 10-year-old cousin. So it's like 
you can't raise in the same way. We in a different day and age. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like we grew up in the generation where it's like you do what I say. You don't question it. You don't talk back. I don't care what you don't like. You're going to do whatever the fuck I say. Yeah. Like, that's the generation we grew up in. This new generation of kids, it's like they can't. They're not doing it. Man, you're going to make that for a motherfucker. Now I want to talk. But that's I've dealt with that. And that's how I am now. Like, anything, whether it's good or bad, I'm just like... I don't even want to, like, my first reaction when something good happens, of course, is, like, I want to share that with my yeah, family. Yeah. But it's just, like, a natural reaction to, like, hit up a friend. Yeah. Or, like, you know, someone that I did not, like, have a relationship growing up with because it's just, like, they done beat you to a point where, like, family is family no matter what happens, whether it's good or bad. Like, we have to stick together. And that's just not my belief, no. like, at all. No. I do not fuck with that. No, no, that's another episode to uh, do. But I just don't fuck with that like motion at all. Cause now as an adult, I'm just like things good happen. That shit I don't is be one so of them. toxic yeah. to be like, oh, it doesn't matter if they basically fucked you over. Their family, you gotta forgive them. No, I don't. Like fuck I don't. all of that. I'm like, cause I got friends, very good friends that have never done like the slightest slight. And you know, it's slight as a slight of things. I've always negative heard things. growing up from friends, it's like blood is. Wait, no. What did they say? Blood is, is thicker. Blood? Than, no, yeah, they're blood saying is blood is not always thicker, thicker than, than water. Because the, okay. the saying is blood is thicker than water, but family members will fuck you over just as just as hard, if not first. <laughs> They will fuck you over. Man, look, okay. So, that's another one. That's a little, we're going to have to say that for another uh, right? episode. Because that's, maybe I can talk about that all day. All day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not about to play with you, bitch. <laughs> all right, no. y'all, but we're going to have to get out of here. It was definitely a needed episode. This little mental health check-in and whatnot so it was needed make sure you guys follow us on all social media platforms join our so bitch my fucking aligners cannot let me say this word (laughs) social circle it's not just her aligners y'all i was literally practicing saying social circle all day yesterday and i still get (laughs) flustered just saying that shit like mm -mm. join the social circle we are on twitter we on Twitter now. We, we are on Twitter, We on Instagram. Y'all. We on YouTube. We on TikTok. But TikTok be fucking around sometimes. But yes, it's on Spotify. Apologize. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and then the other place you get podcasts. Um, I'll apologize later is the name. Go ahead and give us a follow, comment. We would love to interact with y'all more. We love seeing the comments on Instagram and the YouTube channel. Yes. So yes go ahead and give us a follow. Let us know what you want to hear, what you want to see, what you want us to do, things we need to try in Houston. Because we be out and about sometimes. But, <laughs> yeah. Let us know, y'all. But, yeah. That'll bring us to the end of this episode. Bye. Bye. Catch up, mustards. <laughs> <laughs>